0: And you're all very welcome to the Cannes Projects podcast, where we love to talk about culture, arts, nature and wellness. And we focus on an inclusive and open dialogue. I'm your co-host,
1: Chris Sneed, and we have a great show lined up for you about MECFS.
0: Yeah, that's right. And I'm your other co-host, Shane McKay. And we've a great, as Chris said, great guests in with us today. A lovely person who's been a great friend to me and Chris through the pandemic. Sarah Ward, who is an author And also, like myself, a patient of ME CFS. And uh, she's written a book that we're going to talk a little bit about. And we're also going to have Sarah back in May for ME Awareness Month. So you you can look forward to that. We're going to talk a bit about that. It's Fatigue, Sarah Ward, uh, One one Woman's Recipe for Living with ME, Chronic Fatigue and Improving Quality of Life. And you can get that uh, the best place at the moment, thebookdepository.com. And uh right now if you want a if you want a hard copy, that's a great place to go to go and get that. Or it's also available on Amazon, which is on the screen there now, and you can get that on Kindle. And we're gonna ask Sarah a little bit more about that before we get into the whole thing. But like we said, we're gonna be talking about M E C F S and a little bit about long COVID. And I suppose um, a bit about our own experience, my experiences and, and, and uh, uh, Sarah's experiences with that. And Chris will be able to chime in a bit as well because he's helped me over the years a lot uh, dealing with symptoms yeah. and things like that. And he's also worked as a holistic therapist. So he's well in tune with the whole subject. And we've also covered M E C F S CFS before in previous show. I highly recommend you go and check that out on our podcast channel over there on Spreaker.com. That's uh, S P. E a S P R E A K E -E R, (laughs) thank you.com and Sakam Projects Podcast. And right now, we're going to bring Sarah in. So, uh, if I can do
2: that, there you go. Hey, Sarah, hey, hi,
0: how are you doing? You're very welcome.
2: Thank you for having me. It's lovely to be here.
0: You're you're more than welcome, Sarah. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. So, how are you?
2: Not bad now. Not
0: too bad. Good. All good. 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 And I always like to ask Chris as well.
1: How are you doing, Chris? I'm grand. I'm a little bit tired and gruff this morning, but that's just because, you know, didn't get a great night's sleep. (laughs) But I'm good. I'm good. Good. I might yawn like a grizzly bear.
2: Oh, I'll I, I'll be there behind <laughs> you. I have, I have to apologise first of all if I yawn because it's just what I do all the time. <laughs> I know. Oh
0: god! We're going to get into all of that. We're going to be talking about symptoms, and I'm just going to pull up my notes here and make sure I have everything. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be covering lots of stuff. Um, but again, Sarah, just just quickly a- to ask you about the book. Um, before we get into that, we're gonna do we're gonna get into the the book in more detail. But uh, how how's the book going for you, Sarah?
2: Yeah, it's going great. I mean, I've heard great um feed. I've had great feedback, and also not only from people with ME but people with um. Just regular people trying not to burn out, uh, you know, and trying to manage their life and find a better balance and improve their quality of life as well. Uh, I think that, um, you know, carers, it helps them, you know, if you have a spouse or a mother or a father who's looking after your sister or brother it basically helps them to understand the condition a little bit more as well and gives them tools what to do to help yourself and improve the quality your quality of life so um there's a lot of of areas with this condition that you can actually help yourself with and it's very important that you do because um it's invaluable it's invaluable um the doctors can only do so much you know so it's important to help yourself so it's it's yeah. that's why i wrote the book so that it would be of help to to people with this condition.
0: Yeah, and I think, like you said, Sarah, that's a great point. That it it is also very useful to carers or absolutely people yeah. people even you know that might have to de- have people in their family or friends that uh, have even fatigue or if they're burnt out, and uh, because like me CFS. Um, Although we know a lot about it, there's a lot we don't know about it. And it's still a little bit of a mystery to it. So having a resource like this is absolutely fabulous. And I highly encourage people to check this out. If you're on Kindle, Sarah, uh, what's the story with that on Amazon?
2: On Kindle, you, you could just go into Amazon and put in Sarah Ward, W.A.R.D.E. and fatigue and it pops up and uh, you basically just you can get it in two minutes literally it's the click of a click of a a button um it's free on kindle unlimited and otherwise it's uh seven or eight euros, depending on where in the world you are um but yeah it's proved a huge success with with people i mean i i it just brings me such joy to 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 hear people say that you know the woman lady there last week said it was a lifesaver that it, it gave her a Help in different areas that she couldn't talk to people about, like you know. Um, and 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 that's a joy, that's why I wrote it, you know, to, to help people because you couldn't say everything that's in the book, obviously, every time. And that's why you know, you'd be in there, and people would ask you questions and stuff. So I decided to put like everything into a book where you can have different aspects of your life, whether it be um, communicating with people, uh, self help. Um, you know, having boundaries, a whole lot of different areas and how you can help yourself to kind of just, you know, tweak things a little bit so that you can make life easier for yourself and and, and then have, um, you know, a better quality of life is is the main objective.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we could all do with a bit of that. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So again, just to remind you guys, we will be getting a lot more into the book. I want we we're, we 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 have some stuff we'd like to talk about, and I'd love to, like Sarah said, there's lots and lots of stuff there. I'd love to go through that whole list of of, of what's in the book there, but I won't yeah. do it right now. But I will say again, look forward to that in May for ME MA Awareness. Awareness month, and we'll 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 get into the book a lot more. Uh, then, so, sir, I'd I'd I'd, I'd to, to, to get the ball rolling. I'd I'd really like. I think it'd be useful for the audience to understand a bit about your your story with ME. And I'd like to ask you, like, what happened for you when, when you first became ill.
2: Yeah, I was I was perfectly healthy before this. Um, Two days before I got it, I had swam 50 lengths in a pool and walked out of the pool, not even a puff. I used to do it as a relaxation kind of thing because I'm always I used to always be in the water. I was kind of like a fish in water. So that's where I used to go after work to just just let everything go. You know, I'd be swimming along going, oh, this is wonderful. This is so freeing. And, you know, it was just like a a relaxation therapy. And I just go up and down the pool for Whatever length of time till I got to fifty and, and and basically that was the end of it. I uh, walked out and came home not not a bother, felt great, felt uplifted and felt great and was able to give my my son and my husband the quality time that they, they deserved rather than coming home from work with all the work stuff in your head like. So basically then um, I went to work. It was about two days later I went to work and I was I was doing something and I got a cough and the cough really now was uh, severe i'm not the one to go to the doctor normally i'd kind of be you know i'd be grand grand, but this was different this ripped through the whole esophagus and and and, the and the you know chest and stuff and i thought i better get this looked at so when i went to the doctor they told me that um i need to go on steroids and antibiotics that i quite a severe chest um infection uh, even though I didn't feel too bad, like really, but he, he said, you know, you have to, you have to do that and take two weeks off. So I took the two weeks off, and the the cough kind of tickled on for the whole two weeks and and stuff. And it basically, I went back to work after the two weeks because I'd taken all my stuff, I'd take my antibiotics and whatever everything, everything. But I'd taken it easy. But the minute I went back to work, everything escalated, and I started coughing more f- f- furiously. Um, And uh, I ended up breaking a rib, collapsing and breaking a rib. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I brought into A&E and within 24 hours or so, I was diagnosed with full-blown pneumonia in both lungs and two broken ribs because the second one had broken at that stage Mm -hmm. because I was really coughing at that stage. They diagnosed me with asthma, which I'd never had. Um, And they said, listen, You need to go home now and take it easy. You've just had a very serious kind of situation with pneumonia and stuff and uh, just take it handy. And I thought, yeah, sure, whatever. But the minute I started moving again and trying to talk and stuff from people, I I noticed I got fatigued very quickly. Um, And I literally couldn't talk after like five minutes. And I started to kind of, you know, Feel very very tired, so I thought, oh yeah, it's the pneumonia, whatever. So I went back to the specialist, and he gave me whatever tablets um, to, you know, after the tablets he'd given me were gone, I gone back for the checkup He gave me more tablets, and I kept on asking him, like after a couple of weeks, I've uh, gone back to him, I kept on asking him, what about the fatigue? What's going on here? Like, and he said, oh, that's fine, just go for a walk around the block. You're probably just a little bit down from being sick and stuff. So I did and I ended up, I ended up worse. I ended up really, really bad um, and sick again and taking another antibiotic. Um, So basically it it kind of went on like that, you know, Um, and then I got a rebound of the pneumonia six months later because I tried to go back to work. Um, And that was the finish me, really. I was diagnosed then with me Right. Um, chronic fatigue syndrome. Right. Yeah, and I was I was severely limited.
0: Yeah, and we know now uh, that uh, it was a uh, P, uh, post myalgic exertion.
2: Po- post exertion myalgia. Sorry, PM, you know, PM, PM, PM
0: PME. PME Yeah. So so we know now.
2: Or PEM, uh, P- um, sorry, PEM. P- it is PEM, P- is it? Post-exertion P- 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 M- P- 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 myalgia. Sorry, my, that's the one. My, yeah. You get a yeah, fog, Yeah, a, yeah. Well, we're going <laughs>
0: to get into symptoms. That's one of them. Okay, yeah, brain fog, <laughs> stuttering words, <laughs> not... mixing things back to forth. We do it all the time on <laughs> yeah. here. The
1: PEM is actually one of the main differences between the two methods that they use. for was breaking up there. Diagnosing chronic egg syndrome.
0: Say that again. Sorry, Chris. in one,
1: in one, in one of them, um, it's it's like, man, am I? Can yeah. you... it's okay. It's no, cu- it can not a nuisance here. You're a grand um, PM post. <laughs> yeah, post ep- efforts, Melja. Um, it's actually the main defining characteristic, I think, between the two methods of diagnosing. It ME is, yeah, and CFS. yeah,
2: and it's it's yeah. it's you, you literally it it hits you like a ton of bricks, and oh. it'll it'll be like if you exert yourself. Say, if I went for a, a walk around the block. Um, And if I did it for an hour, right, which I never do, obviously, because I can't. And if I went around the block for an hour, which I did when the doctor told me, I'll go out and get some fresh air. um, The next day I feel really, really unwell. And the following day, my whole system is crashed, and I have I have a chest infection again because mm-hmm. the whole min- immune system crashes. And we, for this me. is
0: this is something that we see happening again and again for ME patients. And I will say right now, we're going to get into a bit also long COVID patients where they're being told yeah. by their family and in a lot of cases by doctors just try and do a little bit more every day, which yeah, is which is yeah. which does not work if you've got if you've got post exertion myalgia. That's going to be counterproductive to your to your to well, your health and your recovering, you know.
2: Exactly, and that's why they they updated the knee NICE guidelines. Uh, they yeah. removed the graded exercise therapy. Yeah. Um, and because it's detrimental to people with with ME, you have to listen to your body and you have to decide on the day what am I able for? You know, what can I do? Am I able for a five minute walk? Am I able for a ten minute walk? And, and if you're not sure, just go for a five minute walk and you can go for another five minute walk later on. But it's very important that uh, people don't go out and do exercise if they're unwell, because you're supposed to feel better. Like before I got this, I could go to the pool, swim 50 lengths, walk out of the pool and feel exhilarated. I mean, I'd feel fantastic. Yeah,
0: and, and Sarah, I know because, like, we're friends and we've spoken about all this stuff a lot. That you were a very active person before you became ill. Oh, you Did yeah. all kinds of stuff.
2: I loved the skiing. I loved the hiking. I travelled. Do You know, I mean, I, 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 I just loved all that, and that's all gone now. But I mean, you, you, you learn to just accept that um, and and live and do what you can do because of the fact that if you don't, you pay a heavy price. Yeah, this and, thing bites back hard.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing about it is that, like um, like you're saying there about, like, okay, maybe maybe you could try five minutes on a day. But then, like, for me, in, in my own thing, and, and, and from what I've heard from a lot of other patients who've been living with ME for a long period of time, is that you begin to recognise what your threshold is. You do. you don't always get – well, for me, and it's very common with ME – you don't your body doesn't tell you straight away you're doing too much you find out the next day
2: yeah yeah and that's and why it's very yeah. very important to pace yeah um I, I what i find is i do a little test in the mornings like if if i've had a sorry a, a, i should a,
0: correct myself you but, do feel tired, but you feel the brunt of it in the following period. So yeah, just to correct yeah. myself. oh
2: on that yeah, thing. you do. You go downhill basically. So you go from feeling, you know, oh, I might have done a bit too much today, but sure, listen, hopefully I won't pay the price. And then the next day you kind of feel, oh, I'm tired. And then the next day you're like, okay, this, <laughs> I'm paying it now. Like, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> um, and that's the
0: PEM, guys. That's what that's we're the talking
2: PEM. About, yeah. yeah, that's mm. the post-exertion malaise. malaise. Um, yeah, it's definitely something that you have to pace. You have to pace yourself because the, 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 the payback is awful. You know. And when I, when I get up in the mornings, what I was going to say there is I have a little uh, a warning sign, right? I, I, you, you have, everybody has their different warning signs. My two warning signs are if I get up in the morning and I, I just say ABC, if my voice is lower in, in, in like deep, I know, right, this is going to be a gentle day. Um, the other thing is if I'm yeah, going that, up that's to... a
0: great point, Sarah. Like warning signs, like I warning think signs, that's something yeah. for patients to look out for. Like I have my own warning signs that like, for example, I know when my knees start to get act up, that's like, yeah. okay, slow down. Or if my lower back starts acting up or if the insomnia starts to get worked. There's all these little things that you can kind of, uh, you learn along the way. Um, yeah, and it helps yeah. you cope then and manage your symptoms.
2: Yeah, because if you're going up the stairs... And you're finding you're struggling the last qu- quarter of the, 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 the steps, uh, you know, your body can't, your body is, is, is fatigued, right? Um, so that, for me, is a warning sign. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So those things sure. are,
0: guys, they're really important to look out for. So just for people who are tuning in and kind of wondering, what is this ME's thing they're talking about? We better actually just quickly explain. <laughs> okay, so ME, also known as chronic fatigue, syndrome or cfs it's a neurological condition that i can barely pronounce yeah, so i'm, gonna, tr- I'm gonna give this a go okay i've got it here dude. in front of me okay uh myalgic encephalomyelitis
2: yeah, good. So was was good yeah that, was that was a good an attempt. Yeah, that was a good attempt. That was an okay no. attempt. I yeah, found
0: yeah. a thing there recently how to um, say it phonetically, and I, I should have saved it because I I, I was able to read it. But I, I tried saying it there on the air the other day, Chris, and I just...
2: I know, yeah. Yeah, you have to really get your head around it before you actually say it because it is, it, it's, it's it's like the condition. It's a complex word, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, what I kind of find interesting is, is for me, it's like, it's more actually a description of a set of symptoms. Like, how does it break yeah. down, Chris, actually? the uh, the uh, my Like, myalgic is kind of nerve pain sort of things, nerve pain. And then I think the other part of the word kind of means, is it everywhere? Is yeah. That, so it's joint and muscle pain kind of not all yeah. the time everywhere, but kind of.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that, that I, I know that when I go to my specialist, she says that, you know, like you can be walking along the road, even just for two or three minutes and your body just absolutely just goes in. You can't move. It's just the muscles and the spasms and everything. Yeah. you're basically lucky to get in the door. Like I know I went for, uh, there was a time there when I went for a walk just as far as the end of the road and back, which is only like, six maybe five minutes and coming back i just got to the corner and i was "Uh oh the 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 nerves Mm -hmm. and and the muscles and everything just go into spasm and apparently uh people with me also have fibromyalgia and vice versa it just depends on which one is more dominant in me the me is more dominant than the fibromyalgia but i would have the i would have the fibromyalgia and therefore but it suffered from migraine, very severe migraines, for about fifteen years. Um, luckily, now I did acupuncture for a year, so that that helped me out with that. But um,
0: yeah, I also found acupuncture quite useful. But it's very important you find the right practitioner that works absolutely. with you. Absolutely,
2: I, I went to yeah. a wrong one, and I I I was sick for about four weeks, really sick for four weeks, and lost a stone and a half. Oh, gee, and was almost admitted into hospital only for I I I knew my body. And I knew that it wasn't depression; it was just the fatigue. And I, I begged for two more weeks, and I knew that you know because I could feel myself coming back. And I begged for two more weeks, and then I know I was I was fine. But Jesus, I tell you, if you overstimulate the body mentally or physically, you get the post-exertion molasses, and it's it's savage, like yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, it's pretty tough going, and um. I lost my- and it
2: makes life life very difficult and it can it can it's it does i mean i i through the years would have given up the drink um because of the fact that it would um cause me more fatigue and it would also wouldn't suit my system i well, had, it's, it's, it's
0: I, it, it is it's on a list here um that I haven't gonna get into in a minute of different symptoms and alcohol sensitivity is one of those things yeah. That's, Oh, yeah it's very I common believe it, like
2: yeah it's very it common a- yeah yeah, in one way it was good, but another way, sure, I used to love an old brandy every, you know, couple of months, you know, just to sip on and kind of that, you know. But um, no, I had to, I had to give it up because I was taking digestive enzymes. When I went out, I'd be taking dig- digestive enzymes every two hours, you know. So I take two before I go, then I take two after t- two hours, and then if I went over the two, two hours, I would take two more, you know. So you were basically taking four to six. A night because you take two when you come home as well. So you could be taking, you could take six in a night, which is way, way too much. Like
0: yeah. Well, listen, guys, we 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 got to take a break in one in one second. But something you touched on there, Sarah, that I would like to actually mention on was like you mentioned depression there, and there has been a tendency in the past for some kind of well, quite a lot of. Um, Healthcare professionals to kind of be like, oh, are you sure you're depressed? Do you want this yeah, this medication yeah. and that medication? Yeah. And I'm not saying it doesn't. You may not need that, mm. but the point is, is that like feeling crap in your body affects your mood. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you're depressed, though.
2: Well, yeah, I you may to, you, I, you
0: might be depressed.
2: I went it does, to a it does, it's not a yeah. no,
0: it's not an automatic thing
2: that just no, because no, your it's mood secondary. is down. Yeah, it's secondary, but I went to a very good psychiatrist here in Limerick because my family started saying, oh, are you depressed or whatever, whatever. And I said, I'm not depressed. So just to keep him happy, I went to a psychiatrist and a very good one. And he knew about ME and he said to me, he said, Sarah, you're no more depressed than I am, right? He said, what you have is probably a, a little bit of secondary depression, which a lot of people get because they're fed up with this, that or the other. Mm. Right. And you're not able to do what you usually do. And he knew me. He knew how active I was. And he mm. said, Sarah, you're used to doing X, Y and Z. He says, "And now you can't. He says, yeah. do you know, it's, it's, it's going to make
0: anybody feel a bit upset. That's going like,
2: to make anybody yeah. feel secondary depression, which is yeah. just fed up. Like, so he yeah. gave me a few pointers and stuff and, and, uh, sent me on my merry way like you know so i could go back to my family and say no it's not actually depression yeah. in this case yeah. um it's secondary depression yeah. i'm 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 not going to so that's, you know so that's that's
0: definitely something for people i think to keep in mind it know. is very
2: important to keep yeah. in mind yeah. yeah now it is is it, i think it's no harm to actually get a, an appointment with a psychiatrist just to eliminate that side of it even because yeah, i mean
0: oh, even counselling or therapy or whatever, because like... I've it's done
2: counselling, yeah. Yeah, me yeah. too.
0: Like I've been to quite a few actually. And um, oh, yeah. it's, it is important to, to... Sometimes we do need help to talk things out and to process things. Yeah. And there's yeah. no shame in that, OK? No,
2: because you have to understand the, and, and learn to live with the new restrictions in your life. And I found that very difficult and I needed a lot of help with it. And once I got to the stage where I could accept it all, life changed again so that I could, you know, just be more comfortable in myself and more content. And that's why I wrote the book as well, because Mm -hmm. it's important to realize that you actually, you know, you you can redesign.
0: Sorry to cut across you, but acceptance is a a stage in grief. And when your life changes in a big way like that, there is a grieving process that takes place. and, And it is a process. And you have to go through each step and do it as in a healthy way as you can. And when, it, when yeah. you get to acceptance then, and for me, I kind of like, I've said this before about how like, you know, I, 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 I don't really have the skill of altruism down. I think there's some things that just aren't right and will never be right. But if you... you for me with various things when I once I realised well I can accept this has happened I don't have to accept that it's okay though
2: oh yeah you know yeah. so oh, yeah. that's, imp- no, that's yeah. important
0: I think that's point. important but listen guys we've got to take a quick break Okay. the book okay. is Fatigue Sarah Ward check it out we're going to be back in a minute and I'm going to read a little bit of the forward for you so uh, we'll be back with the Calm Projects podcast after this with Sarah Ward and myself co-host Shane McKay mm-hmm. and Co- other co-host Chris That's the <laughs> season of me season of May. the CAM projects culture arts nature and wellness is an outreach project advocating that active engagement in positive and creative outlets is beneficial to our health and our environment if you'd like to contact can Projects, you can email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com, and the link to our website is in the description. You can find the Can Projects podcast at Spreaker.com, Spotify, Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a lot of the other usual spots. And you're all very welcome back to the Calm Projects podcast, where we love to talk about culture, arts, nature and wellness. And I'm your co-host, Jane McKay. And I'm the other co-host, Chris Need. And we're here with a very special guest, Sarah Ward. How are you doing, Sarah?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much.
0: Great. And we, 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 we're we doing our best. We have a lot to cover. So I'm going to just launch straight into the forward here from Sarah's book. Fatigue, Sarah Ward, you can get that at the book Deposit. Is that uh, how do I? Book Depository. Bookdepository.com, or you'll also find it on Amazon. Uh, There's Kindle versions and there's also hard copy versions. And I highly recommend anybody that finds this stuff kind of interesting to go and check that out. It's a great resource. So now let me pull up the old thing I wanted to read here. So this is in the forward of Sarah Ward's book. And um, it's a it's a quote from Declan Carroll from the Irish Emmy Trust, who I have to say, uh, where the Irish Emmy Trust was a group I reached out to about a year. Well, I was in contact before, but I was really kind of struggling a bit. Uh, and I reached out to them and found the support like great, you know, even just to link up with our patients and hear what ha- people have to say it was a huge, huge eye opener just to realize that. I mean, there were a whole load of things that uh, that weren't on my radar that I realized, oh, that's me too. Oh, OK. You know, so I definitely encourage if people, Um, you know, if, if, if it's if, if whether it's IMET or other things that are out there or if it's you just need to talk. I really recommend that reach out, OK, whether it's to talk to a friend or somebody that you, that you, that is not going to try and tell you what to do, that they're just going to listen. I really recommend that that's, yeah. that's a good thing to do. So here's part of the Forward From Service book. This book helps to improve the care and management of people with ME, CFS on a daily basis. It provides an insight for their families and health professionals so that they can understand what it is like to live with a debilitating illness. Sarah has compiled a very enjoyable book. She explores the management strategies which she has worked, which have worked for her and others so as to ease the burden of of ME on patients. Everyone should benefit from the tips and tricks provided in this uplifting publication. Self-care knowledge is good for all of us and that's Declan Carroll from the Irish ME Trust and I absolutely 100% agree with that. So let's get cracking and Sarah, I'd, like, I'd love to know, so when you were first, when you, when you got your diagnosis, like what kind of help was available?
2: Yeah, the, the, there wasn't an awful lot of understanding about ME 20 years ago. Um, my doctor was very good and he did his best to kind of guide me and, and just tell me to take it easy and, and, and sleep. Um, when I got like overstimulated and I go into him and I'd be getting chest infections and stuff, he'd say, right, you gotta, you gotta slow it right down now and and let your body heal. Um, so he did his He did what he could to help me, but I mean, there wasn't a whole lot and people, you go to neurologists and they'd say, oh, you know you know, just have fun with your child and, you know, get on with life and, and try not take it so seriously. And anybody who knows me, you know, knows that I'm not a I, I can be serious when I have to be serious, but otherwise I am... I am um, you're, light, you're
0: a light-hearted person. I'm a light-hearted
2: it. person. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I liked it. And I loved when I, when I... Before I had this, I used to go everywhere with my son when my husband worked an awful lot and he was away a bit. So I'd be with my son a lot and we'd play and kick ball and go on boat trips and all those kind of things. So I had no problem having fun. But the problem now was that I couldn't have that fun. I couldn't do that fun without be getting very unwell afterwards. Um, so nobody really understood. So I went um, a little further and I started looking into diet and pacing and what I could do for myself. So I went to alternative therapies. Uh, I went to counselling um, to try and talk. Now, the first sessions of counselling Um, we're good, but I think, I think this, I went to another form of counseling where you just kind of look at how you live with this condition, right? A A girl called Louise and she, uh, she, she's in the book. She actually has a feature in the book and it's learning how to accept and live with this. I had a very big problem with not being able to, I used to walk every day for at least an hour with my husband in the evenings we go off and it was our form of catching up and just, you know, connecting again after the day's work. Um, and it could be at eight o'clock at night we go out and we bring Sam and three of us who go off for a walk around the block and come back nine o'clock and go to bed or whatever it was. Um, you know, and it was, it was, it was lovely to connect, you know, um, now that I couldn't do that. We missed it an awful lot. My husband missed it, you know. Um yeah, so I think
0: Sarah, it is worth pointing out, and I know myself, like, I, I, like any disability, like, it affects your whole family. You oh know?
2: yeah, so, yeah, it affected my husband very badly. Yeah, because yeah, he missed he missed me being the active skier, the active like walking, going everywhere. He couldn't keep up with me basically because I just I loved I loved life, you know.
0: And you still do, um, I'm sure. And I still do. Yeah. I still do. Yeah. I
2: just I just manage it. I break it down now into chunks, manageable chunks, um, and I rest an awful lot. So basically, I, I, I do. I do. Now, it's it's not – it's about – I've lost about 75%, to be honest, because um, all my activities bar my walking, my small walks are gone, do you know um i I think
0: sarah like you said that's why like the acceptance thing is is so important huge huge it it does there's a process involved in getting to there and you do you kind of have to go through that process but i think just having the more awareness we have of these things the better cope the better we'll be able to kind of manage and cope and that's why i was really excited to have you on sarah because you've done a real for me and a lot of uh, Patients, you've done a, a, I would say—a great service to the community with this book and um, your contribution to the to the whole conversation. And we need more of this because, especially now in the wake of long COVID, um, yes, you know, yes. And you,
2: you you need to you need to redesign things so that you you don't have too much of that that payback. You know, yeah. um, your battery goes low very quickly, so you need to kind of. Redesign and, and, and now I have like hobbies that are are low maintenance, like photography, which is low maintenance, a little or, bit of art, low, low
0: impact. Isn't that the other word? Low, low, low impact. Low impact. Yeah, 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 yeah low yeah, impact, yeah. and
2: they're they're very relaxing and stuff. Um, and you need and that I'm,
0: you really need that in your life oh, anyway you but because you like, you, you get these times where you're totally run down and your mood is not great it's really important to have something that's going to motivate you and well, that you can, yeah, you can feel yeah, happy yeah. about and positive and creative outlets is really good for that
2: absolutely absolutely it's, it's a necessity and, and creativity was a godsend for me because it allowed me to just fill the day with different things um, in between the rests and stuff that would stimulate me a little bit. But gently. Yeah, because if you
0: don't do that, uh, like that was one of the things for me, sir, that uh, I was really at a few points kind of missing, like when I had to give up music and stuff like that because yeah. I, I was having problems to walk. All of a sudden, my my regular go-to for a bit of a boost and a bit of a cheer-up, I couldn't do it anymore. So yeah, yeah, like you're, like yeah. you're kind of saying, I had to find things that that were going to be ha- have less of an impact on my system
2: yeah, you know, exactly. And, yeah. Because that combats the, the loneliness and mm-hmm.
0: the isolation uh, you know, is such a huge isolation part. Isolation
2: and it. stuff. Yeah. 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 And it's very important because yeah. with that, you're managing your emotions, which is also go through in the book where you manage your emotions because you need to try and keep them on an even keel. So you, you learn how to, it very valuable energy saving tips in the book, yeah. which you need to do when you're you're trying to manage your fatigue. So that you can try and stay somewhere on an even keel, and the, yeah, and the ups to pace and downs, yourself out. <laughs> yeah, pace yourself out so the ups and downs aren't so rough. You know, it's like an ocean. You want the calm ocean. You don't want the the waves going too high. You know. Mm,
0: yeah, that's it. So we, I'm just looking at, we're kind of, we're, we're going to be, we're, we're almost 40 minutes in, in, in guys. So we're going to try and squeeze a few more things in uh, before we have to sign off. And like we said, the, 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 the next part of the show in May is a big one to look forward to because we're really going to get into the book. But if you want to know more about that, you should probably just go and buy it, okay?
2: Yeah. okay. <laughs> and, and, and note that posts post on the book depository is free. Right, so that's that's excellent. They've a
0: great deal on there right now Sarah.
2: They have nervous. a deal on there at the moment yeah it's reduced mm. um it's around 17 euros which is excellent because it's a full color book and it's high mm. quality so um it's it's a great deal on there at the yeah. moment so yeah. um and we again have- you can get get them on Kindle so it's on every yeah. Everybody's affordability, yeah, like yeah, yeah
1: that's and great. It's and we accessible. haven't been funded by book depository at all. No, 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 or, no,
0: by no we're not or by doing... no, or by anybody. We have no, zero no, no, sponsors. No. We need money. If you want to send us some, <laughs> nobody is sending us any money. We make a tiny yeah. bit of ad revenue over there on our podcast channel. It's not nearly enough to cover the cost to put the show on, which no. we don't mind because we oh. are a group of warm-hearted volunteers. Yes, um, yes. And, but, but I will we... say this one thing though, right? Book Depository
1: is very, very good. Like, yeah. Anytime I'm resorting to finding a book
0: on the internet that I can't get anywhere else, Book Depository is my first kind of port of call. Go it to, yeah. 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 I'll, I'll back yeah. that up because uh, that literally happened to me last week. I was looking for a book and they, they had it. Hmm. So they're definitely on point. So now, before we finish up, we're going to get some practical kind of stuff going. And there were three points there that we kind of said we wanted to get into. We've already talked about listening uh, to your body and finding a balance and how important yeah. that is. Um yeah. we'll talk about eating a tiny but but the pacing thing I think maybe is vital. That's vital. Yeah. So would you yeah. like to elaborate on that a little bit and I'll hand the floor over to you before we have to sign off.
2: Yeah, I mean I find like a lot of people who get this condition are go getters, right? They're they're not, you know, you, you you just you're, you're they're highly successful and 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 they want to get things done and they love to do things and whatever and they've no before this you had no time limits on things you just did them and you did them for hours and you didn't think about it whereas now you do need to think about it and you know. Find slots that suit you to do things like if you have um, something to do, you want to do a bit of art or you want to do a bit of gardening or even the boring things like filing and stuff and organizing yourself. I suggest you do it in 10 or 20 minutes slots and then take a break and have a cup of tea or even stand out and get a bit of fresh air. Just a a mental release, you know, Um, and then maybe after half an hour, if you feel you want to do another 10 fifteen minutes, you know, by all means that's, do. But I'd leave it at that, like you know I think
0: Sarah yeah. isn't it's kind of like worth mentioning that symptoms vary on a daily to
2: weekly to monthly absolutely, basis. Absolutely, absolutely. So you've and got to you've got to listen to your body because like I said earlier, when I wake up in the morning I go A B C and if my voice is dropped, I know, right, I have to take it easy today. And there's sometimes when, like after our dinner, Jim will say, "Do you want to?" Like there's a little circle here. It's five minutes, and we'd usually do it. But sometimes I just I listen to my body, and I know there's no way I can do any walking, you know. Um, so you just go no time, and he knows by my tone, and he'll go off on his own. I just go no, not tonight, do you know. I think so with the
0: pacing thing, Sarah is as well. It's kind of like. It's better, it's better to be kind of cautious and get to know Absolutely. what your thresholds are, really. I think that's, isn't that kind of the, like one of the key things with pacing is, is, um, like it, you do kind of have to learn how to do it. Like I, I kind of like, I kind of learned in a roundabout way. I wasn't, I was never really told. Oh, you need to pace and this is how you do it. It was just like that's what I ended up doing because I was like, well, that's as much as I can do. And even even when I when I'm I'm kind of like, I know what my threshold is, it's it. I can still go over that without knowing before it's too late. So yeah, that's where that's the pacing where the, is really exactly
2: vital. the listening to the body and feeling like the fatigue for me will come in the eyes and over the eyes. And when I feel it you have to listen to your body and and note that when you feel the fatigue coming. If it's before the 20 minutes, you stop because you'll start to get more and more agitated as the body gets slower, it's more and more fatigued. You'll get, you get more because you're finding it hard mm. to comprehend what's going on if you're listening to something or, you know, and, doing something. And the
1: belligerence kicks in and then you want to push it harder. <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 yeah. And then, and, and the thing is you'll get annoyed then and you'll burn even more energy. So mm. basically it's a case of if you want to keep it nice and comfortable, reduce it down to 20 minutes and then take a break and walk away. And if you don't come back the next day and do even five minutes the next day, then you're, 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 you're okay to do that. But if you do like an hour, you mightn't come back for a week. So it's actually more productive to pace, Absolute, yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah, do you know, yeah. and that's very important. So if you're there and you're saying, oh, I can't pace, you'll actually get more done if you pace. Because you get like I was doing decluttering there a couple of weeks ago and I did 15 minutes a day and I managed to do 15 minutes a day for a nice few days because I didn't do an hour on the first day and then crash for another for a week or two and never get back to because I'm like, oh, that made me sick. So I don't really want to do that again. Whereas I did the 15 minutes a day and I got a lot done. I think know?
0: I think it's probably another good point is that like how your attitude is like kind of important with that pacing thing where for me now anyway, and this is, guys, don't get me wrong. I know this is easier said, said than done and you can't do it all the time, especially if your mood is kind of low. Hmm. But I, I really find that it's important to focus on, well, we I am able to do this much instead of kind of going, oh, God, there's all this other stuff I can't do. Like we should celebrate what we're able to do. Yeah,
2: focus you know. on what you can do, yeah. basically. Not Otherwise, what you're, you're just going to
0: bring yourself down too much, like worrying about like, oh, why can't I do this? And look, it's a bummer, guys. You'll get
2: upset and you start crying and stuff because, I mean, yeah. and I you know, know that's OK, of...
0: too. It's OK to cry oh, and do yeah. That, yeah. you know, well, but, get it out, get it yeah, out, get it sure, out, like. you know, but just I think the whole kind of self-awareness thing is a big thing. And we're, we're going to probably get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, oh, and the other you day, know. you
2: have to pace, pace your downtime, too, because you you can't stay. Like my husband says, I, I was upset one day, whatever. And, and um he says, right, I'll give you 20 minutes. He says, you know, you could cry away there for 20 minutes and then we're going out. You know, so he put me in the car after 20 minutes and he said, we we'll go for a drive. And distraction. I was still crying in the car and got down to the shopping centre. And the minute I walked into the shopping centre, I stopped crying. Because yeah. it's just a distraction. Because You you, can change
0: go... to, you change your environment and I think that's kind yeah. of empowering. Change up the
2: environment. That's yeah. empowering yeah. for
0: you to be able to say, well, you know, I can't control this bit, but I can go step outside for five minutes and get some fresh air like that, yeah. that's a massive yeah. thing for me Sarah and we talked about it a lot like uh, the value yeah. of being around nature whether oh, it's the yeah. sea air or you're out in the park or and you know maybe you can't get too far but 5 minutes just out, out in fresh air is like so good for you, you
2: listening know? to the birds and yeah. looking at the beautiful like there's cherry blossoms this you know and if you can't, if you, if, if, the you flowers can't
0: and, if you can't do that I find, I really like looking at uh, photographs of nature or listening to rivers and all of that. If you're so, if, yeah. you're, if you're, if you're bedridden, which a lot of patients are bedridden at times or yeah. a lot that's also another option I would say to people YouTube
2: YouTube is yeah, great yeah, you know absolutely. they do all sorts of things I listen to YouTube every night before I go to sleep I'm not getting paid by YouTube by any I, <laughs> of I yes. just use it all we the have time we've
1: not been sponsored by YouTube <laughs>
2: We're not or, sponsored anybody. By anyone. or anybody
1: but we would also like to be sponsored by <laughs>
0: <YouTube>. <laughs> we got some great rates on advertising now guys get in <laughs> what? get in on the one <laughs> level uh, canaprojects.info at gmail.com Okay, yeah. so. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, nature is nature is very powerful, and listening to it at night can put you into a beautiful sleep and relax you down, so you sleep a good, a, a better quality of sleep. You know, yes, that's very sleep important.
0: Is, <laughs> sleep is another one that's a bit. I didn't, oh, we did, I didn't get yeah. into the symptoms there. Like, we're, do you know, what we can keep going for for a bit. We do have more stuff we need to kind of work on off air, but we 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 keep going for a little bit because there's stuff okay. we haven't covered and it's kind of important. It
2: is, it is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah.
0: what what was it you just so
2: sleep, sleep sleep is very important because when you sleep right it activates the the vagus nerve and that's the healing nerve yeah. and also when you're relaxing and stuff your heart rate reduces your uh, your cortisol your stress hormones reduce your heart rate, your your blood pressure, everything relaxes. And that's when the body kicks in and heals itself. So that's very important yeah, that you're yeah. getting your rest. It's it's one even, of the cl-
1: sorry, Chris, go ahead. Even with wound healing, they found that people who slept longer, their wounds healed faster. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah um, exactly. And, and, ties, and, it, and it people who... Sorry.
1: sorry. And they found um, that people who slept longer tended to be a healthier weight and kind of yes. muscle balance.
2: And and healthier blood pressure hmm. because if you sleep five hours or less, you have higher blood pressure than those who sleep seven to eight hours. Yeah, um, I keep telling my husband that because he only sleeps about five hours or so a night.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, whereas just, I sleep buckets more, twice, two yeah. times. A we're we're <laughs> kind sometimes.
0: of we're kind of like I don't know. We 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 have a lot of. It's it's very common that uh, ME patients will have some of the same symptoms. Sorry, Sarah, just watch your uh, your mic there. Okay. <laughs> you're gone. You're gone. Don't worry, don't worry. Now don't worry, it's cool. Um uh, but yeah, it's worth pointing out that like I'm going to go through some symptoms now and we're going to wrap it up. But um, it's really worth noting that uh, patients tend to have some of the same symptoms, but not all of the same symptoms. And it ver- it really does vary quite a lot. So I do want to just kind of quickly get into that. There was a nice tweet I came across posted by Emerge Australia. And they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight uh, symptoms here that I'm going to read it, on, and I have a longer form list that Chris is going to kind of help me with, and Sarah will yeah. probably chime in on as well. So to sleep, when we mentioned, I want to quickly mention about that since we're talking about it. It can either be like Sarah that gets a lot of sleep, which is great, or. It can also be insomnia, and that like our sleep disturbances, or what they say here, sleep dysfunction. So mm. like, I I my insomnia had quietened down for a bit, but what happens to me now is I have unrestful sleep. So I wake up still tired, or ready to go. I feel like I'm ready to go back to bed after an hour of being awake, or. What the, the 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 most recent thing is is I'm waking up with sore limbs. That's happening a lot. Like I'm not, I'm kind of trying to get on top of that and figure all of that mm-hmm. out. So anyway, list of list of symptoms Um sleep. So this is for anybody taking note of these. Just you know, mm-hmm. keep it on your radar. Okay. So sleep dis- dysfunction, cognitive di- difficulties, confusion, concentration, or memory problems, aka brain fog. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so widespread, widespread pain in muscles or joints. We spoke a little bit about lightheadedness, dizziness, or difficulty with being upright. Now, Sarah, I know that's one you get a lot because of POTS, yeah. isn't it?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have, my low, my blood pressure drops, uh, hmm. uh, the more I do. So basically if, um, I had to go to a funeral one day with my husband and it, it went on longer than I had expected, And the following morning, I couldn't get out of the bed. I literally was like someone who drank a a bottle of brandy. Mm. Um, I walked, I went to walk across the floor and I nearly bashed my head off the the wall. Um, So I kind of, I I got my, I was on the ground. I got myself back to the bed and I told him, you have to go out to the shop straight away and get me sea salt and dark chocolate. So I got those, I, I, I went out and got them and I ate them and then the, the, the blood pressure rises a bit. Um, and I stop getting dizzy, but it is, it's, it's, uh it's very severe sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It is it's questions. literally violent. Like it'll, yeah. it'll literally, it'll literally, it'll, it's like when we were younger and we were, loud, we were drinking, you know, and you get drunk and you would have these kind of spinning heads. That's when it's
1: like it, vertigo, it, like
2: vertigo, yeah. Mm. But mm. sometimes it gets violent and it's like mm. a, you know, and it's, it's, unbelievable lack yeah. um, so you do have to manage and pace so that if you do suffer from, from that particular thing uh, pots it's it's uh, definitely um, that's, recommended that salt
0: right yeah and I, I really like the pink Himalayan rose salt pink well.
2: Himalayan so, salt is what we eat yeah yeah. yeah. it's yeah, got it's really loads really and stay of away from the table it.
0: salt I'll say I stay oh, away yeah. from it that's oh yeah, me. yeah. I'm yeah. Not no, it's very like, bad for you. Yeah, it's really it's bad. Very for you. bad
2: for yeah. you. Yeah. If you can it, it, either sea salt or Himalayan. Now, Himalayan is very, very good for you because mm. it's got all the nutrition inside in it. I mean, it's essential uh, uh, vitamins and uh, not vitamins, but um, minerals. Minerals inside in it. Yeah. And so, yeah. Chris,
0: like, what's the like the difference then between like, say, table salt and what we're talking about, sea salt? Or...
1: Right. Table salt is purely sodium chloride, right? Um, which is like chloride is related like to chlorine and things like that. It's a chemical construct of salt, but it's a it's like it has no extra minerals in it. Like potassium salt has a salty taste to it, which is potassium in its rawest form. Magnesium salts would have a salty kind of essence to it. Um so with sea salt, what you're getting is like phosphorus, calcium, magnesium, um. Zinc as well,
0: you know. So is, it, that is has it, Chris. Is it, would it be fair to say it's kind of a little bit unnatural then? Yeah, it is pretty much unnatural. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And Chris, um, you, you you've you've studied holistic therapy, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just to clarify on that. Okay. So <laughs> we've got to move on. We're we're we're, we're tight here. So sensitivity to light or noise—that's something that uh, yeah. for me, if I'm kind of having a bit of a flare up, that's kind of one of the things that we call a flare up. That tends to kick in more for me than. Uh, people when they're like very very chronic, that's q- 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 quite common. Uh, gas, g- gas, uh, gastro, how intestinal. I, thanks, Chris. Problems, abdominal pain, bloating, irritable bowel syndrome. I get that from time to time. Problems with uh, temperature regulation. That's another kind of odd one. I kind of it, uh, it's kind of a thing, with I mean, CFS is a. Uh, like extremes of temperature tend to affect sufferers quite Yeah, badly. it yeah, does, definitely. yeah. Our that, sudden that, yeah. changes in temperature really yeah. affect me actually a lot. Like I can kind of, you'll often hear people with uh, uh, arthritis say that they know, oh, it's about to rain because they literally feel it in their bones. Yeah. It's the same for me with ME that I can, kind of, like, if, if, if there's going to be a big change in weather or I'm going to a different climate, that can totally bring on um, a bit of a flare up, you know.
2: Yeah, or in the head, I feel it in the head, Right. When there's a change, I know when there's a storm coming yeah. before the light the lightning comes yeah. because I can feel it in the head. I get literally like knives through the head, like, oh, and I go, "Oh, the thunder coming!" Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to 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 actually say that. Me can vary from person to person. It can get very severe, and you can end oh, up yeah. in a wheelchair. You know, yeah. um, and then you know it can go. A lot of people have it mild, and they can work part time. Um, for me now, it would be more moderate to severe, more moderate, I'd say not severe. Um, then some people are bed bound. They can't Mm -hmm. even, you know, get out of bed, which, and you can't literally when you're eating, like I, I have a plant-based diet mostly or a bit of fish, um, if you eat, your jaws get sore. If you're, I'd give up eating steaks because chewing them, my jaws would get sore. You know, it's
0: using um, up more energy than you're getting. It's out using of up life. more energy yeah. than we
2: can. Like you know, yeah. it's 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 just uh, to to be mindful of that. If you're finding that you're you're getting these kind of symptoms, just go for softer foods like mm. nice bit of fish and and uh, stuff rather yeah, than I, steaks. I would-
0: I would definitely say that for me, at the, at the beginning of, the, of my illness, and kind of, I was like, okay, what can I do to kind of like give myself a better chance? The yeah, big, big yeah. thing I did that made a massive improvement was I cut out as much as possible of processed food and started Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And, yeah like and sugars, like, yeah, sugar and fizzy drinks and things like yeah, that. Yeah, look, yeah. we know they're not great for us anyway, so. Um, yeah. If you want to give yourself like a, the best chance you can, that's it. foods. It's a, it's a top, it's a, it's co- Sarah covers the whole subject of nutrition in that book there and it's a great chapter. Um, so the last one we're kind of touching on it there on this list is sensitivities to food. Medications are chemicals, and so I would definitely chime in on that that's the same for me like i mean chemicals are can be anything from tobacco to alcohol to um deodorant um like I'm fairly allergic to and i was always actually as a, from a child growing up allergic to uh um soap not quite soap, but like uh, isn't that, isn't that... Isn't that one of the jokes <laughs> about people here, with right? ME? It's like, why don't you go take a shower? Well, I can't get out of bed. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a new, that's a, that's a kind of an ME joke. Um, but that but that's that. The CAM Project's culture, arts, nature, and wellness is an outreach project advocating that active engagement in positive and creative outlets is beneficial to our health and our environment. If you'd like to contact Can Projects you can email us at canprojects.info at gmail.com and the link to our website is in the description. You can find the Can Projects podcast at Spreaker.com Spotify Audible, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a lot of the other usual spots. Okay, now, Anderson, I have an absolute mountain of, of, of symptoms here. I'm going to try and get through them quickly before we have to finish up, guys, okay? And, Chris, you might kind of weigh in on some of this a little bit and help me out. What is it, What was it you said, Chris, this, this thing? Uh, it's, this is from the Journal of Medicine. Uh, to, is, is that right? To te- No, what? Uh, do you... 2000, from the Journal of Internal Medicine, 2001. Yeah, and what, who's that uh, mentioned? It's uh, P.D. Becker, N. McGregor, and K.D. or K.D. Merle. Is that an uh, Irish name, maybe? I'm not sure. French. French. Merle, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so I just, think... just citing our resources there so you know I'm not pl- plucking this out of nowhere. <laughs> Would I do that? What do I <laughs> no, we tend to no. be fairly uh, stringent on our yeah. stu- on yeah. our. We like to be transparent here. Yeah, and... that's
2: the, and everything. Everything in the book too is 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 researched and it has all um, been medically approved. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, so top of the list: fatigue, post uh, external myel uh, mol- molasses, which we mentioned. Attention mm. deficit. We mentioned that's the brain kind of brain foggy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, sleep disturbances. Disturbances. We mentioned that. Headaches, we mentioned myalgia. My, my, myalgia, Chris, what do they mean yeah. by that?
1: Myalgia is essentially like Pain, basically. <laughs> okay. Is it
0: It's muscle? Uh, yeah. Is it muscle? Ner- nerve? It's, it's more so... Nerve. Nerve, nerve. So is that... Nerve, if yeah. I, If I remember, is that... it's Because it, it's kind of the relationship, like the yeah. word, the ME, it's like the relationship between the nervous system and, and the brain, kind of. Yeah. Is that yeah. Basically, oh. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it's a neurological like, condition, guys. It's not really, you know, <laughs> yeah. such a joke. And by the way, you know, me and Sarah, like, we don't look... To, Sarah, would you, would you say that me and you look like we have a chronic, no. serious illness? No, no,
2: okay. no. Emmy no. is known I, I, as it's a It's hidden... an internal... It's like, I always say, it's like driving a Mercedes with a Lada engine, you know, or a broken down engine. Um, it,
0: it's also true that most disabilities aren't visible. So I'll just put that out there as well. Yeah, while, while, yeah, while we're yeah. At it. Okay, yeah. so muscle... We, uh, sorry, uh Memory disturbances, muscle weaknesses, gastrointestinal disturbances, sore throat, ex- uh, yeah, there, yeah. uh, ex, ex, excessional. Dis- dis- I can't, you'll have to help me out on that one, Chris. There we See me? it there. The next one while well, Chris is, is looking uh, at um, that. Oh, you got it? External
1: dyspnea. Dis- 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 yeah. Dyspnea,
0: dyspnea. Dis- dis- let me sure have a think that, about that word there now. Have a think and I'll keep going, okay?
2: This is, this
0: is, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I won't okay. waffle too much. No, no, just have a think there. So, recurrent flu like symptoms, that's a really common one, Sarah, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. And um, for the first, when I got it first, I got pneumonia. And for every four oh. to six weeks after that, I'd, I'd have uh, reoccurrences of the chest infections, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of like—I mean—that's like until I, mean, uh, like I
2: learn to manage it a little yeah, bit better. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's one of the common things people kind of say. It's like, oh, it's like having a really bad flu all the time. Where else have I heard that? Anyway, moving on, I know, Chris. Yeah. You were going to say, Chris,
1: yeah. dyspnea is a uh, like wheezing, shortness of breath.
2: Oh, okay, there okay, you know. shortness of breath is a big one yeah. with with M E right. and also. Um, it would also be a big one with uh long COVID. long
0: COVID, Yeah, I was about to yeah. say because yeah. We've, yeah, we did we touched on it, but we I don't know did I say it or not that uh, you know, uh, long COVID is a form of post viral illness,
2: it is, which is yeah. What, yeah, which ME is also
0: a form I know, of post viral illness, yeah, okay. and they
2: parallel each other. And actually, Usually. what's happening now is, um, I'm part of the the European ME Alliance and what they do is all of Europe get together and they talk about uh, the different countries come on and they talk about different things regarding ME. And a lot of people are going from the long COVID clinics to the ME clinics um, for more help. Isn't and, that great uh, Oh, I
0: just think that is so it's great. It's fantastic because,
2: because you need to get the help wherever you can get it yeah, and there is and help out there.
0: Absolutely. Uh, there absolutely is. So don't be too disheartened, guys, okay? Yeah, do, there yeah. is, there's help and support out there. You do kind of have to look for it, but it really is out there. And me and Sarah can both say that
2: yeah. it's improved highly, a
0: lot. It's improved oh, a yeah. lot. I, I would it highly could be a lot better, the... but we're getting there.
2: Yeah, the Irish Emmy Trust is, is everything is free. Um, and you can go on there, get on, in touch with Declan and uh, basically just give him a buzz and say you want to be on the list to be notified for Zooms and stuff. And they give loads and loads of advice on daily, um, daily kind of improving your quality of life uh, and how to live with this condition. And that's very important. You, you, if you manage it, you can live with it not let it take over your whole life. That's, that's, that's very important. And, and the thing is, you can ask any questions you want and get any help you want. We, we work on um, solutions, helpful solutions. And that's why I wrote the book. It's all s- solutions on, on, on problems that people have and they come across with this condition. And uh, it's very important that, you know, we can, we can wallow in our own self-pity you know, and, and never get anywhere. Whereas if you if you say, right, OK, um, I have a problem with X, Y and Z, we come up with solutions for you and there's loads of help there. So please reach out and, and ask for help at the Irish ME Trust.
0: Yeah, great. And Sarah, then you've also, you're kind of active on Facebook still, are you?
2: I am, yeah. Uh, there's a, a Facebook page called Inside ME 101, and they have a private page as well um and there's lives in there and there's um also tips loads and loads of tips on how to um get you know live with it on a day-to-day basis which is very important um it it gives you hope that you you can get help for this and improve yourself and the the sooner you get help the better your quality of life will be that's the most important thing yeah. there wasn't a lot of help when i got this first and that's why I wrote the book because I want people to not make the same mistakes I made by overdoing it all the time. Because you do do a lot of damage to the body, yeah. and then you you find it, yeah. it's it's harder to get rid of.
0: I have to say, for people out there who are really struggling with long COVID, whether you had you had COVID and now you have long COVID, or your family member does, it's very very distressing when you have an illness and you don't understand what's going on Yeah, and the ray of hope for people out there is that and especially like with this pandemic thing and the the, what was it what was they call it the novel coronavirus it's new it's scary because it's new and we don't know the territory but thankfully now we're two years into this thing we've learned a lot there's been a lot of great advances in medical uh, uh, treatments for all kinds of things, okay? So there's stuff that, yeah. we, that we can be really kind of uh, grateful for and yeah. um, I, I would say the ray of hope for people who have long COVID and I've seen a lot of them out there talking, Sarah, it's sad and it reminds me so oh, much Oh, I've of, met a lot of
2: them. I've helped a lot yeah. of them now, you know, just meeting them through other people and stuff and and uh, they're not getting the help they need and, and, and they really should. Yeah. I mean... But the, and the ray of
0: hope is that even though, oh, this is a new thing, we don't know what's going on. There are so many parallels with ME, CFS, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that work has been done and there yeah. is help out there and there are things that we can do to help us um, manage symptoms and things like mm. that so I would just put that yeah. out there for people who um, are feeling um, um, like a little bit in despair with their whole thing yeah, because yeah. because they're you know it's very scary to, to have something and pe- the doctors don't know what's going on you know so I'll yeah. just I'll just put that out there as a bit of a ray of hope that guys it, there's actually way, way more knowledge out there, and I really feel and advocate that the ME community, whether they're patients, carers, clinicians, or anything like that, have a lot to offer to the conversation as far as long COVID's, and we can learn a lot about uh, being a little bit more humane with each other as well through all absolutely. Of this. Absolutely, know?
2: absolutely. And if anyone gives you a hard time, just just say just tell them to go away because you, you you're not doing anything wrong. You have you have a condition. Uh, it's a very difficult uh, condition. Emotionally, it's very difficult for you. And if you have people giving you hassle and whatever, it's it's not helping. So, yeah. I mean, you can do a lot for yourself to help yourself um, and eliminating people who actually give you hassle is one of them. You need to be around supportive, encouraging, encouraging people. Yeah, nord- in
0: an environment where you're going to be nurtured.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and, and understood and, yeah. and and hurts, isn't it? And, and, hurt, and, and, and yeah.
0: It's important to share, I think, as well. And. Um, so listen, I'm just yeah. going to try and rattle off a few more of these things before we wrap it up. Okay, so it's actually funny. I'm kind of reading these and just thinking how some people without the condition might read into this and be like they'll read it one way, but when you actually have the thing and you under or you understand it, it it reads differently. So the next one is um, difficulty with words, which we've said, which happens quite frequently yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, that's um, the
2: fatigue. The fatigue yeah. kicks in, and your brain can't keep up with your speech. So. I I might have to go to something the next morning I'm down for breakfast and I might be talking to somebody and uh I literally my husband will tap me on the shoulder and say, Listen, <laughs> it's time now to go back for a rest because literally I can't I've to start restart the sentence several times and then I just give up because i go, going, This isn't working out. It's yeah. just not connecting. I just kind of um, freeze
0: as well. It kind of ties into the memory thing. Like I'll sometimes go to the pantry and I'll 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 be like uh what am I supposed to be doing? And I got to oh, a point yeah. where I kind of realised I'm not going to, I'm just going to stop, take a breath, I won't get frustrated. If it's important, I'll come back to it and be like, oh yeah, exactly. I needed the salts. Okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I got I to keep going here anyway. So yeah. this is an important one to mention. Um, personality change, okay? Now some people could kind of read into that and be kind of like, be like, oh, what does, what, was, what does that mean? Like, or like, they'll make assumptions about that. But for me, what that kind of represents is what we already touched on is that, your mood gets kind of crappy when you feel crappy, okay? Yeah, that's a change yeah, in personality, yeah. okay? Um, so I just want to put tolerance that in there.
2: Yeah, drops. Absolutely,
0: yeah. oh my lord! Anyway, so cold hands and, and feet—that's kind of weird. And then it's all getting into other stuff we've kind of. That cold hands and
2: feet is about the circulation.
0: Yeah, circulation um, is a. Big yeah, it's one, about
2: yeah. the circulation because yeah. what happens is your blood is going to the vital organs when you get tired. Your blood goes to the vital organs like your heart and your lungs to keep them going. Your your fingers and your toes aren't urgent. So basically, no. you, that's you can what lose
1: like six of them.
2: You can. you can. <laughs> 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 so it's good. That's what the, the thing is. And the blood, the blood and the heart, the heart pumps slower in people with ME because the, the, it's harder. The body is, has to work harder to pump the, the blood. The blood would be more sluggish. So it's kind of it has to work harder, and that causes the fatigue as well because your your body t- is working
0: so yeah, much I t- harder I, I would tend to think that's why acupuncture it doesn't work for everybody it's quite painful for some people, but they're really in tune with circulation so for me if they know what they're doing, I think that's one of the yeah. reasons it's helpful I'm just gonna mention the ones that I know that come up quite a lot just so that people might have if they, it might be, so they have it on their radar um there was one I saw there. Do do uh, Numbness, half flushes, uh, muscle. Uh, what I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. Muscle fasciculations.
2: Probably for spasms and stuff, isn't Yeah, it? I yeah.
0: got that quite a lot. And yeah. I did way before I was diagnosed. Years before I was diagnosed. Uh, or ill. Um, alcohol sensitivity. Uh, or sorry, intolerance. Unfortunately. Your uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> urinary <laughs> frequency tonight is that's one to look out for. Um, altered tastes, hearing or smell. Long COVID. Um, yeah, yeah. persistent cough, speech d- difficulty. So look, we, I know that's a lot of yeah, big yeah. download for everybody. Right there. So we'll, we'll 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 wrap it up there and just I'll just, I'll just mention two of yeah. the other symptoms that you skipped over because
1: um, Please do, yeah. arthralgia. Which is pain in the joints, yeah. Which is a very, very common one, and photophobia, which is um, difficulty with bright light. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Very, very, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, guys. So listen, that that's Sarah Ward, and again, the book is Fatigue: uh, One Woman's Recipe for Living with ME, Chronic Fatigue, and Improving Quality of Life. And you'll find that on the book the depo- dot com and Amazon and you'll get a Kindle version of that or you can get a hard copy of that as well and I highly recommend you check that out and I'd like to say to Sarah again thanks a million for coming on you're an absolute wonderful guest
2: you're welcome lovely to be here
0: (laughs) yeah it was very enjoyable and yeah, you're going to be back to help raise awareness in ME for in in May for ME Awareness Month. Absolutely, and yeah. And we'll be touching on ME as much as we can between, well, we're going to cover it a lot in May and try and get some stuff organized between now and then. So everybody, um, as we like to say around here, if you can. Help each other. Help us all. Okay. Adios. Adios. And the CALM Projects email is canprojects.info at gmail.com. And you'll find a link to the CALM Projects website in the description. All the best.